Hey there, Barry Willie Megadity here, your host of the Comeback Game podcast. In this episode, I speak with Steve Olsher of steveolsher.com and podcastingmagazine.com, and we discuss the what's now, what's new, and what's next when it comes to podcasting and the incredible growth tool for your business and personal brand. Steve is an expert uh, in reinvention, a creator of several multi-million dollar companies from scratch, co-starring the award-winning film The Keeper of Keys and writing a New York Times best-selling book, What Is Your What? Discover the one amazing thing you're born to do. I love speaking with Steve about how he's leveraging his podcast and has built multiple million-dollar businesses off the back of it. It's important to understand that podcasting can be one of the most powerful platforms to engage with your potential clients without even having a show. Uh, if you're currently looking for ways to engage with more potential clients, um, this episode will be perfect for you as we'll give you the step-by-step -step guides and tools. Some of the topics we'll be covering today include how podcasting fits into your marketing and sales strategy, why now is the best time to start and what the real opportunity is within the podcasting world, how to get started and leverage podcasting even if you don't want to create your own podcast. At the end of this episode, make sure you visit thegamechangers.com.au forward slash the comeback game where you can find all the show notes plus the links mentioned in the episode with Steve. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and share and make sure that you subscribe so you can stay up to date with the latest episodes of the Comeback Game podcast. Now let's head over to the interview with Steve. Steve Olsher, welcome to today's uh, episode of the Comeback Game podcast. Super grateful to have you back on board. How you doing, mate? Good, man. Appreciate you having me back on. Yeah, stoked. And uh, mate, today we're going to be speaking like you're known as the uh, reinvention expert. So mm. today we're going to be speaking about the entrepreneurial journey. Uh, what's now, what's new and what's next. And then uh, towards the end, we can talk about the new magazine that you guys are about to launch uh, of next year. So how do you want to kick us off with this? Well, uh, you know, man, as far as uh, what's now, like you said, we can, we can talk about podcast magazine in a bit here, but uh, you know, that's certainly what's new as well. But uh, you know, I, for those who don't know me, my entrepreneurial background is uh, pretty extensive. I've been, uh, I'm just that that consummate entrepreneur, I guess, who is just naturally wired to try to rub a couple of dimes together and make a quarter. So yeah. from uh, nightclubs and uh, the internet really early and catalogs and uh, ended up building one of the first fully functional e-commerce sites in 95, which became liquor.com and uh, 98 and uh, did some real estate development and, uh, and you name it. I mean, I think I've done it over the years and for the last a uh, dozen years or so I've been really involved with writing and speaking and uh, podcasting and doing uh, podcasting events and uh, really helping people build their new media sales and marketing machines through their podcasts and sales funnel and uh, and then of course uh, also with their with their online course so we do a lot of done for you services as well. Wow what do you think it is about podcasts? Like, you know, people have been about podcasts certainly for, for a while now, but I know specifically the last six months or so, I see more and more people popping up talking about the importance of having a podcast, how podcast is the next marketing medium. Like, why do you think podcasts are so popular and where are we in this cycle of, of adaption of podcasting? Yeah. So, I mean, look, it's, it's twofold, right? In terms of the two different questions and I'll start with the, uh, you know, the why answer, if you will, in terms of why we're seeing the, the type of growth that we're seeing. And, and really, I just think it boils down to, to one important word, which is access. You know, when you come right down to it, uh, it it's not, uh, let me put it to you this way, it's fairly uh, a recent phenomenon that being able to access podcasts, uh, you know, is as simple as just a push of a button, either on your mobile device, 
uh, or on your dashboard, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at Apple CarPlay and Google CarPlay and Wi-Fi in the car as a standard accessory, et cetera, you know, reality is it's easier today on a, on a car that's equipped with the Apple CarPlay or Google CarPlay. It's, it's easier to, to find podcasts than it is to actually find traditional terrestrial radio, mm -hmm. right? So I think part of what we're seeing there uh, in terms of the, the growth and, and why we're kind of in that hockey stick uh, type mode right now of really accelerating the growth of the medium uh, certainly boils down to, to that word of access where, uh, again, now accessing shows is really just as simple as a, as a push of a button on your device, which for those of you who have known nothing other than that, I can tell you that years ago it used to be much, much more difficult. And let me just say that if you weren't fully committed to finding and downloading and capturing and listening to an episode, uh, you probably weren't going to do it, right? Mm -hmm. So that's number one. And then, you know, number two is when you look at what's going on in the world of marketing and, and how do you reach ideal prospects, you know, the God's honest truth is it's, it's harder now than it's ever been to try to capture the attention of your marketplace. So you can look at email open rates and, and you know that those are going down. I mean, it's not email's not dead. It's not going anywhere, but certainly the open rates are down. You know, you look at Facebook ads and those sort of things, and they're getting to be more and more expensive. And then you look at traditional media and traditional media from the standpoint of newspapers or television, et cetera. I mean, for most it's inaccessible, but for a lot of folks, you know, reality is it's just one of those, uh, let's just call it a push medium, right? From the standpoint of a select number of people decide what's going to be pushed out to that audience. And unless you're listening at that exact moment in time or watching at that exact moment in time or reading that magazine or publication on that particular day, that message gets lost, right? We're versus podcasting, which I would put in the pull media category. People choose to download and listen to that episode when they want, where they want, and on their preferred device. So no one is pushing it down their throats. Right. No one is saying, hey, you have to listen to this. They're raising their hand to say, I want that. Yeah. So if you have a very specialized show, I've got a couple of clients uh, as examples here. One's got a, a show that's specifically for dentists and the other one's got a show that's specifically for photographers. You know, if you're listening to a show called The Profitable Photographer, you probably want to have or are in the business, right, of photography and want to have a profitable photography business. So you combine all of those things and at the end of the day, it's really hard to find a medium that provides a, a better ROI in terms of reaching your exact audience and having relevant conversations that they actually want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you, where do you feel that podcasting fits in that cycle of the, the, the buyer's journey and, and, and I guess your marketing? You know, do you see it as being top of the funnel, which is like an awareness type piece, people that know nothing about you? Is it someone that's kind of come across you and looking for further information? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, the, the success of your business is really dependent on one thing and, and one thing only, which is visibility. Mm. And if your business lacks visibility, it may not be tomorrow and it may not be next week or next month or next year, but at some point in the, in the future, you're going to go out of business. Just mm. as simple as that. Right. So to me, podcasting is, uh, there are other platforms that are, are powerful, but in terms of attracting highly targeted leads on a consistent basis, the most cost effective and time efficient ways possible, 
you're just you're just going to be super hard pressed to to beat what you can do there with with podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, I would say that it's top of the funnel, and and honestly, it's visibility. And when when you have visibility and you demonstrate your expertise, what ends up inevitably happening happening is that visibility creates leads, highly targeted leads, mm-hmm. and those leads inevitably create conversations and those conversations inevitably can generate cash. So at the end of the day, it is top of the funnel, but uh, I would argue that podcasting equals visibility and visibility equals cash. Mm. In many ways, in many ways too, if you look at the the client journey, although it's positioned top of the funnel through listening to podcast episodes, you're actually ascending the client down through to, to that buying zone yeah. as well, because you know, the, you, you have the credibility, you have the, the, uh, the, the relationship with the client through there and they're getting an inside peek into what it might be like to work with you or work with your company as well. Yeah. And honestly, you don't even have to have your own show, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can be a guest on other people's shows and really take advantage of the medium in a powerful way. Of course, if you have your own show, then even better, right? But like you can come onto a show, right? Like I'm a guest on your show right now. And even though I have my own shows, Reinvention Radio and Beyond Eight Figures, right? I mean, I still leverage the power of other people's podcasts to fuel our seven figure plus business. Mm-hmm. And that's really the the only marketing that we do outside of a very small number of Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. Right. And and why is that? It's because I can come on and I can demonstrate my expertise. And if let's just say we're talking about podcasting and you want to create a highly profitable podcast that generates leads and visibility and revenue on autopilot, I'm your guy. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I do my job as a guest and I explain how to make that happen, and then as a call to action, I turn around and I say, Hey, if you want me to help you create a podcast that generates visibility leads and revenue on autopilot for you, you know, let's have a, a 15 minute podcast discovery call, whatever here, blah, blah, blah. And we're a fit then awesome. Then I can put you into a relevant product program or service. So yeah, I mean the, 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 the truth is, it is not only visibility, but it absolutely can generate meaningful revenue for you because you have such an opportunity yeah. to demonstrate expertise over a, a prolonged period of time, yeah. right? Most social media posts are really short. Most social media videos are, are really short. A podcast, the average podcast interview is about 62 minutes. Mm-hmm. So if you, can't, if you can't establish expertise and interest in 62 minutes, uh, you you might want to find another <laughs> another yeah. gig, you know. Yeah. How um how do people how have you found that people will typically consume podcast episodes? Like you know, talked about the the ease that we have. You know, you can jump onto Spotify, or you can jump onto iTunes, or jump onto any of the pod, podcasting platforms. How have you found that people typically consume podcasts? Do they start at the most recent episode? Do they kind of dig through to find one that they want? Yeah, I mean, I think that's usually what ends up happening is. When you're finding, you know, sort of in the discovery phase of finding a new show, it's not typically because they just went out and they and they searched for whatever that term is. They're like, oh, I want to, I want to listen to this podcast. Typically, it falls under the 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 let's just say the umbrella of who you have on and whether or not they really want to hear from that person, right? I mean, unless you're in a really niche specific show, it's typically going to be driven by who you have on and they want to listen to that particular episode because they may not, because they don't know you yet. Yeah. Right. If, if they haven't heard your show before, they don't know you. So who are they going to look for? They're going to look for 
one of your guests that they do know, they, then you come up in the search, then they listen to that show. And so then it becomes a matter of, oh, wow, that was, you know, that was a really interesting interview with that person who I wanted to hear from anyway. And so, you know, that's, that's certainly one of the ways that I have found that it's easiest to be discovered outside of having a really niche oriented show. And so, again, if you're just starting out from square one today, being able to build up a pretty decent following, unless you're pushing people from one platform into the podcasting world, is pretty hard. I mean, just being found organically when you just have what I would call a soapbox show, which is just you talking about a particular subject, really hard to gain traction that way. So uh, out of the gate, you, you bring on some folks that the public knows. Uh, and as you're looking to build your credibility, looking to build your authority, build your influence, uh, that, that's certainly one of the fastest, most proven ways to make that happen. Yeah. Which, which ties into my next question as well, though. Like, you know, so for now that have a podcast, you know, you mentioned that the majority of your traffic for your seven plus figure business comes from your two podcasts. Like how do you get your podcast out there in front of people? If, if, if you're nobody in terms of, you know, you don't have a name, you don't have a reputation and maybe you haven't got the ability to attract, you know, guests that people know. Yeah. And honestly, that is the, that's the, the million dollar plus question, right? Because if you don't have the money to invest into driving traffic, how do you gain visibility? How do you gain downloads? And if you can't gain downloads and visibility, you're not going to break into the, well, let's just call it the top 100 or, you know, whatever the, the charts are that you're looking at there. And if you're not on that chart, then how do people find you? And, you know, it becomes this ascending spiral that if you, if you hit that chart, then new people find you. So you stay on that chart and you begin to rise in the rankings as more and more people see you on that chart, right? So the ascending spiral is for real. And, and I will tell you that, uh, again, unless you're pushing people from one platform into the podcasting mix, it's super hard. So it, it, the reality is, uh, let me give you an example here. The reality is that like um, platforms are, are going to be your best bet from the standpoint of if I'm hosting a live event, who is most likely to attend a live event? Mm. What, what do you think the answer is, Barry? So if, I'm, if I want to host a live event, who is my lo- most likely attendee? Well, people that know you or people that want to receive the information you have to share. And, and people who attend live events. Yeah. Right? Because people who attend live events typically attend other live events, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just the nature of the game. Yeah. So it's the same thing with, with podcasts, right? The, the people, if you want to attract people to listen to your podcast, the, the best, easiest, fastest, most time effective and cost efficient way to reach them is to either advertise on other podcasts or to be a guest on other shows, period. Because people who listen to podcasts, listen to podcasts. And the numbers support that people are listening to not only are more people listening to podcasts on a monthly basis, 26% of people aged 12 and older now listen to podcasts on a monthly basis, which is up from about 17% just a year before. But those who listen to podcasts are listening to more shows. In other words, the person who listens to a podcast actually listens to an average of seven episodes a week versus five episodes a week just about a year ago. So more people are listening and the people that are listening are listening to more shows. You want to be discovered, be a guest on shows or advertise on other shows, period. Yeah. 
And so I guess that comes to, to an earlier question then too, like what growth phase are we in um, within the podcasting yeah. world? Because, you know, many people have said we're still in the early adapter phase, which is potentially hard to believe because podcasting has been around for, for the last 15 or so years. Yep. Yet the statute just shared shows that there's some significant growth going on. Well, there's significant growth going on for one. For two, you have to remember that, you know, no matter how we slice it, the medium has been around for a long time, but listenership and the number of shows has been relatively small. Mm -hmm. So I believe, I know for a fact that we're truly in the embryonic stages of the growth of the, of the medium. Again, if you think about the hockey stick analogy, we're still sort of in the flat part and ready to spike. And there are a number of reasons for that. But let's just use the analogy of podcasts versus websites, right? And so about a year ago, there, by some estimates, there were about 550,000 shows. Today, there's about 750,000 shows, mm. okay? So you, that means there's coming online, you know, about three to 4,000 shows a week, which is, which is good. Right. I mean, that's a good thing. It's drawing a lot more attention to the medium. A lot more people are marketing their shows and talking about their shows, which is which is great. You know, if you if you want to start a podcast, it means now is the time for sure. If you want to be a guest on a podcast, it means there's there's certainly a lot more options. But when you compare that number and there's another number behind the number, but when you compare that number of 700,000 to the number of websites, which is in the billions you still have just a fraction of the number of podcasts as you do the number of websites, right? Mm -hmm. So lots of room to grow there. But let's take another number into account here, which is that the number of shows that are in that seven odd hundred, hundred thousand that release new episodes on a consistent basis, by some estimates, is only about 20 to 25%. So that means in terms of the active number of shows, on the low end, it's around 140,000. And on the high end, you know, maybe it's 200,000, something like that. So I will tell you, you know, you can sit here and say, yeah, it's been around for a long time and there's no more room in the medium to grow and, and we've peaked. Well, if that's the case, do you wanna launch now and be one of only 200,000 available choices or do you want to try to launch uh, another website and get lost in the billions? Mm -hmm. mm. That's a good question. Good question. So that being said, then, like, what do you? What's new? What's new in the current state of, of business, entrepreneurship, and the world in which we are living in right now? Yeah, I mean, specifically as it relates to me, specifically as it relates to podcasting, specifically as it relates, it relates to new media. What? Uh, I just want to make sure I'm going down the right uh, context rabbit hole for you. Well, let, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about you and let's talk about podcasting, stay on that stone topic. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's still relatively new, um, which is that since 2017, uh, we have been hosting a live event called the new media summit. And at the new media summit, we give 150 attendees the opportunity to come take center stage and pitch 40 top podcasters on who they are and what they do. And they literally get booked on the spot. So we spend three days together teaching them how to leverage and monetize the power of podcasting, give them the opportunity to connect with today's top podcasters and they leave with bookings in hand. So uh, we're actually doing our sixth 
New Media Summit in, uh, in March in San Diego, and then our seventh one in September uh, in San Diego again. And so that's, uh, that's exciting. Love that. Really got that dialed in. And the average person comes to the New Media Summit and leaves with roughly 20 bookings in hand because they're not only pitching the 40 podcasters, but a lot of the 150 attendees have their own shows. And then we live stream the event as well. And so, uh, you know, there's thousands of people who join us on the live stream. And uh, a lot of those people have shows as well. So the average person leaves with about 20 bookings in hand and we teach them how to pitch and get them ready and, you know, take full advantage of the opportunity that they're given. Wow. And so if there's anyone that is listening to this or watching this right now, that's wanting to, to get involved and find out more, where can they connect with you on that one? Uh, Newmediasummit.net. Yeah. I mean, we, we do sell out uh, every event again, cause we do cap it at 150 people, but yeah, newmediasummit.net and, uh, and just, listen to some of the testimonials that are on the site there. People come there, they learn, they connect, they develop real relationships and they get booked on shows. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's a really uh, powerful event. I've done live events for a long time and it's quickly become the favorite uh, of mine for sure. Wow. Fantastic. So what's next then? Like, I understand you've got a, a, a podcast magazine that you guys are launching in January. Yeah. yeah. You really, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> podcast yeah. magazine. That's what it's called. Yeah. And so tell us what's the purpose behind podcast magazine? Like why, why should people check it out? Yeah. So great question. And uh, you know, reality is if you love podcasts and you're interested in podcast culture and going beyond the microphone and into the stories and the lives of the podcasters you love and the shows that you love, and you want to stay up on tips and tools and strategies and shortcuts as it relates to the world of podcasting itself. Uh, and you know, reality is uh, it, there, there's just nothing else like it from the standpoint of we're really leveling the playing field and creating our own uh, unbiased, multivariate categorical charts for each category and doing under the radar reviews and ratings. So we're doing, uh, we're doing our part to help with discovery uh, and, and doing whatever we can to introduce our readership to new shows that uh, won't hit the charts and they haven't seen uh, in a million different places. So we're doing our off the charts charts for every category every single month. And yeah, you know, we'll, uh, we'll also be able to sit down with a, a lot of the A-level players, of course. I mean, we couldn't do a podcast magazine without sitting down with people like the Joe Rogans and Rachel Hollis's and Dave Ramsey's and NPR's and serial type players uh, of the world. So we'll, we'll definitely go uh, much deeper into the, uh, into the space here. And uh, just, just super excited to get this magazine out to the world because, you know, podcast uh, culture and, and the interest in podcasting um, continues to grow exponentially day by day. And so it's, uh, I think it's the perfect time to, to get podcast magazine going. So yeah, super excited about that. Yeah, to help so many have their shows uh, visible because I know there's a lot of incredible shows out there that just, as you said, just aren't seen on the charts and certainly aren't getting the, the listeners that they deserve. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and so, yeah, we've got uh, 19 different category directors on board, each of whom will be responsible for, you know, things like true crime and fiction and history and sports and all the Apple podcast categories, but they'll be going really deep into those particular categories. And then we'll be reviewing products and podcast related platforms and and so on as well so um a, a little bit for the podcaster and a lot of it for the fans of podcasting for sure of which many of those people are podcasters themselves of course yeah i, I want to speak into the people that are maybe listening to this today or maybe watching this today that are, that is the entrepreneur the business owner 
they haven't got a podcast. They're like, oh, look, this might work well for a, a business coach or a consultant, or this might work well for a marketer, but hey, I, I own a trades business or, you know, I own a financial planning company. Like why, why would I want a podcast? Yeah. Great question. And, and I, and I will be the first to tell you that, you know, a podcast isn't going to be for everyone. Mm. It's just not, you know, it's just like any other platform. If you're, if you're not committed to creating content on a consistent basis and consistent means at least once a week, you know, I would say it's probably not the right platform for you, but here's what I believe. And what I believe is that no matter what business you are in, you have to insert yourself into the conversation of that industry mm. in terms of establishing yourself as an influencer in your own right, insofar as that industry is concerned, right? So what better way to insert yourself into that conversation? And again, no matter what it is, right? I mean, like as an example, if uh, like one of my clients, Bill William, Williams, who is a dentist and has his show called the 10K a Day Dentist, you know, if he wants to become an influencer in that industry of dentistry and he wants to have people think about him when they're thinking about how do I create a profitable practice, he's got to do something, right? So by creating that podcast, it gives him the ability to sit down with other people who have expertise in that particular industry. And by putting yourself at sort of the hub uh, of that wheel there and you connect all of the spokes, right, that go out from, from that hub, you really do put yourself at the epicenter of that industry. And that allows you to have influence, allows you to build your credibility, allows you to build your authority, and it allows you to build your visibility, right? Mm -hmm. And so when he's looking then to grow his practice, either for his own practice, literally his own practice that he still has, or as a coach or consultant or someone who helps other dentists build profitable practices, well, he needs to make sure that he's coming up in those conversations. So a podcast is a great way to be able to do that. And of course, you can have people on, but you can also do episodes where you just simply share your expertise. I call them soapbox episodes, you know, where you just talk about issues as it relates to your particular industry and, and the solutions that tie into those issues and questions that people ask you all the time. That could be an episode of itself or questions that people should ask you, but, but don't, et cetera, right? Mm -hmm. So lots of different ways to, to create episodes. And frankly, it's not as difficult as a lot of people think. You know, you just simply hit record and if you want to do it without editing and whatnot, you, you can certainly just do that as well. But if you want to hire a production team to help polish it and so on, you know, it's fairly inexpensive to, to, to get a good show going. But yeah, I mean, again, it just, you know, Barry, really just all boils down to, to generating visibility and credibility and authority and mm. leads and revenue. And it's all possible through a, a properly produced podcast for sure. Yeah. What have been your biggest podcast mistakes? Like you've no doubt seen it all over your time. You've been in, you've been in the industry and, and been in the, what have been your biggest podcast mistakes? Yeah. Easy answer. Um, and I would simply say, just do as I, as I say, not as I do, because how I would approach launching a podcast today is very different than how I would, how I would have approached it, you know, back in 2009 when we launched reinvention radio uh, or even in 2000, uh, 18 when we launched Beyond Eight Figures. 
and my my answer is the biggest mistake that uh, that I that I made. And as I look back on what we've done there, I just I, I think we've gone too broad. Mm-hmm. And today, we we are all about helping our clients leverage what we call the new media trifecta, which is where you have a really powerful brand, and the profitable photographer is a perfect example of that where you have a really pro- powerful brand, in this case, the profitable photographer. Yeah. That also is the name of your podcast, right? So the brand and the name of the podcast are aligned. And then the third piece of that is it also becomes the name of the online course. So if you can attain the new media trifecta, where the brand, the podcast name, and the online course all share the same name, you've got a, you've got a grand slam. And so the biggest mistake that, that I've certainly made in the past as it relates to podcasting is not recognizing the power of having the consistency amongst the brand, the podcast, and the online course and the you know, related pro- products, programs, and services. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Hmm. So that being said then, for someone that's wanting to, to start a podcast or maybe someone that already has a podcast going, what would be your top three kind of tips to really leveraging that or really getting the best out of it? Yeah. And, and so number one, you just have to be really clear. And, and this is what I teach quite a bit, which is that you got to be super clear on what the offer is in terms of, if you think about it this way, which is everything starts with the offer and you work backwards from that. And when I say the offer, like for instance, with uh, with Bill in the in the 10K a day, Dennis, his offer is his uh, his mastermind, his 5M mastermind, as he calls it, which is a twenty five thousand dollar a year investment, and it helps the, his clients create profitable dentist practices that generate 10K a day or more, right? So it all begins with the offer. Mm. So that's number one. You everything starts with the offer. So figure out what your profit path is. And what the last step on the path is that you want someone to take with you. Whatever that last step on the path is that you want someone to take with you, everything has to work backwards from that. Mm. That ties into the online course, it ties into the podcast, it ties into the brand, right? Mm. So that's, that's number one. Number two, I would say that you, your, your best bet today is to really consider whether or not you're stepping over dollars to get to dimes. And what I mean by that is that a lot of people who have podcasts will push people into some sort of funnel where they provide their name and email and they get something. And that's great. So now you have them on an email list and okay, cool. Then they move them into like a $7 offer or something typically known as a tripwire, but some sort of low ticket offer. Right. And I understand the power in doing that. And now they're a customer versus just a lead and it changes the dynamic. And I totally get that. And then maybe they go into a higher ticket offer or a webinar or something of that nature where they're maybe selling something for $500 or and under or whatever it is. And typically just to the buyers, just to the people who then invest in that tripwire. And, and I can see why that, that funnel works. And I know it still continues to work. And other people, there are people doing really, really well with that, but getting a funnel in place that works like clockwork and generates revenue for you 24 seven is not as easy as some would make it out to be. So what's an easier path? Well, I am a huge proponent of if the last step of your, on your path 
is to get folks to say yes to, let's say in Bill's case, a $25,000 a year mastermind, then let's get them on the phone as quickly as possible to have a discussion about where they're at and what's most important to them and where they want to go and what they've tried and what worked and what didn't work. And, you know, how committed are they to, to getting to their desired results and then providing the, the, the relevant solution of which maybe it is that $25,000 a year mastermind, or maybe it is the $500 course, but let's get them on the phone just as quickly as we possibly can. And so that would be the second tip is stop sending people into funnels. I mean, I, you know, for those of you who are watching the video here, you can see that Barry's got, you know, his ClickFunnels, you know, uh, awesome plaques behind him. And I'm and no knock against ClickFunnels. I love Russell and Dave, you know, Dave and the team. And I'm all about, you know, effective funnels. But at the same token, that would be my, my second tip, right? Which is let's just get them directly into that conversation and put them into a relevant product or program or service mm. right out of the gate, mm. right? And then number three, I mean, in terms of, you know, whether you're starting a podcast uh, or if you uh, already have a podcast and you're looking to optimize uh, what that, you know, what your podcast is, I, I, I think that a lot of us get caught up in just trying to teach the, the strategies and the tactics and we feel like we have to impress people with, with mm -hmm. our brilliance. And the fact of the matter is that nine times out of 10, people aren't buying your brilliance. They're not investing in how smart you are. They're investing in who you are. Mm. And so tone it down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just make people really clear on why you do what you do and what the show is about and, and, and why you invest every week in bringing this show to them mm. and stop trying to impress them with, you know, with facts and figures. Pe people don't buy genius and strategy so much as they buy just authenticity and and who you truly are as as a human being and that yeah. that's what they'll invest in yeah what do they say people don't uh care much you know until they know how much you care sure yeah absolutely i love that Steve, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, diving deeper into, into your world and the podcast world. I'm sure that the uh, viewers and, and listeners today have got a lot of value from that. If they're mm -hmm. wanting to find a bit more about you, uh, maybe you know, we mentioned that the link before about the event, but uh, connect with you directly. Is it best to go to steveolsher.com? Um, honestly, at this point, I mean, the most important thing for us and what we'd love to put in your hands is, is the magazine. And I mean, we're giving away free lifetime subscriptions at podcastmagazine.com. So I'd, I'd love for folks just to start there and then we can, uh, my contact information will be in the magazine, of course. And, uh, and you know, I'd love to, love to connect. Fantastic. So any of you that would like to connect more with Steve, uh, podcastmagazine.com, sign up for your free subscription and, uh, Steve can help you to scale, grow and succeed in your podcasting world. Mate, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. If you're in a position that many of our clients were before joining us, which is that your business is controlling you, rather than you controlling your business, we would love to have a chat to you to see whether or not we might be the right fit to partner with you to help you grow and succeed in business. And over the past eight years, we've helped hundreds of business owners around the world to grow, scale and succeed in business. Uh, many of our clients report we've helped them to triple their profits and double their time off in 12 months or less. If you jump onto YouTube and notice the hundreds of testimonies, you'd see that this is a common theme amongst them. 
If you're a business owner that's generating more than $300,000 a year in annual revenue, uh, whether it's 500 million, 5 million, even $10 million a year, and you're looking to take your business and your life to the next level, we might be able to help. If you're noticing that your business is lacking structure, maybe systems or processes, maybe you're not quite attracting enough or, or the right type of quality leads, making enough sales, or maybe you've been having issues finding, hiring, retaining, and training the right team members, we could be a fit for you. Ultimately, we believe that we never have business problems, we have personal problems that are expressed through our business. And a lot of the work we do is with you as the business owner, helping you to constantly upgrade the way that you see life, the way that you make decisions, and the way that you help construct a profitable and purpose-driven business. In order for us to do that though, you need to book in a quick uh, 15 minute application call with one of our scaling specialists here at The Game Changers. Through the 15 minute call, we're gonna ask you a bunch of questions to see if or how we might better help you. If we can't help you, we'll let you know politely and do our best to point in the direction of someone that can. However, we can help you, we look at booking you a one hour game plan session where we're gonna dive a lot deeper into where you and your business are at right now, where it is that you want to go in the next three, five, and 10 years time, and what are the potential roadblocks or challenges or even opportunities that are along the journey in order for you to get there faster. If you're really feeling that it's time for you to experience the love and the joy of running a business again, if you're really wanting to experience a business that does actually operate without you while still producing profit, uh, we may very well be the right fit. So book in a 15 minute call, we can have a chat and uh, see where we go from there. My name is Babo Diddy and uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully we'll get a chance to talk soon.